plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of Your Healthy Retirement. Joining Steve and Sean on today's show are Pat Kelly and Peter St. James. Gosh, this this past month, uh, we, we've learned about financial procrastination and annuities and, and uh, Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs. So wh- what are we doing now? Today? We know everything, right? We don't know everything. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no one knows everything. All right. Uh, there are people who claim to know everything. I question that all the time. I'm constantly <laughs> learning. My... He's looking at you, Pat. Uh, uh, that's uh, okay. I, I'm constantly uh, learning every day. Choosing the right advisor and choosing the right financial fiduciary is our topic today. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people running around the industry who say, well, I'm a fiduciary. Well, what requires you to be a fiduciary? Well, for Sean and I, Based on this, the licenses that we hold, uh, our Series 65s require us by law to act in a fiduciary responsibility for the client. What that means is the client's interests come first. Mm-hmm. And you know it's an extremely important to understand that the job of a good financial professional is to educate their clients and accept, you know, assess any impending issues in the plan, if any. So navigating significant life changes, life changes would be one, you know, are you a new parent? Did you just get divorced? Did Mm -hmm. you inherit a large sum of money? You know, do you have kids who are, you know, wards of the state because of their mental capacities? There's, there's many, many different things. And you want to make sure that the people you're sitting down in front of and having this conversation with have your best interests first and foremost. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, hang on. When you say we're fiduciaries, do you just wake up one day and say, hey, we're fiduciaries? Or do you have to earn that designation somehow? You, you have to earn the... You, you, listen, it, I mean, I operate as a... I always have operated as a fiduciary, right? How could I ever sit with somebody uh, and not give them information or make a recommendation that's not in their best interest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but... If you hold the series 63 and 65, you are held to a higher standard. Your standard is now that of a fiduciary, which means that any recommendation that I or Steve make has to first and foremost be in our client's best interest. Which okay. was the harder test, the 63 or the 65? <laughs> they're both hard. They're, yeah, they're both, <laughs> they're both hard. But let I me mean, think, think about There's this the, concept, right? If, yeah. you, if you buy a, a car. I okay. don't want to beat up, you know, car salesman, but why not? Um, <laughs> if, you, if you buy a car and the, the, the salesman says, you know, you could upgrade from that 2.7 liter to the 3.5, that would be really nice. You say, oh, that sounds like good. It's faster. Yeah, I'll do that. Was it your best interest to go from those that engine upgrade for the extra $5,000? No, but it wasn't his best interest for yeah. you to do that, right? And we don't operate that way. Got you know, I, I we don't look at any of the, the background on the recommendations we make. You know? mm-hmm. I put together the best information that I have available to me and, and put that in front of my clients and educate them. Yeah, because the, the simple thing to look at Sean's example is, what was it, a 2.7 liter? The 2.7 yeah, right. to the uh, 3.5, yes. Okay. So the, the, before you even make a recommendation, before if, if I were that person acting as a fiduciary, I'd be like, what is this truck going to be used yeah, for? Yeah, what do you need? Yeah. What do you need? Right. What, you know, what is the purpose? Is it, you know, are you going to pull a trailer or are you not going to pull a trailer? If not, 
then maybe the 2.7 works just fine for you. Mm -hmm. You know, is speed important to you? Well, if it's not, I mean, you have to really, really dig into what the client wants. Mm -hmm. And that's our, always our focus. And you want to be under, you know, there's a lot of people who call themselves fiduciaries and I've heard Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted to draw the (laughs) distinction. Yeah. I I think, I think they're going to come down on this uh, because, Who's that? The SEC? I I think they're yeah. I I don't. I've heard a lot of talk about the amount of people who are you know. Oh, I'm a fiduciary. Well, yeah, yeah. We all want to be fiduciaries, but who are you being? Who's watching you to make sure that you're doing that? Right. See, they've had that whole thing for years with products that come out saying all natural, organic, and and there was nobody. Really minding the store. Correct. For, yes, for, right. For There's no definition of all natural. Yeah, yeah. it just sounded good. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now that makes sense. So you, and, and, there's a lot of people who do ha- take the fiduciary ruling very so- seriously. Uh, I've written articles about it in uh, the New Hampshire Business Magazine, and I've always been a proponent of it. I think, you know, at the end of the day, you go home and you go to bed and you sleep a whole lot more comfortable knowing that what you're doing is the right thing for mm-hmm. that particular person. Right. Um, and, and that's the key component here as a fiduciary, making sure you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. for the person who's sitting across the table from you. You know, discussing in depth short-term, long-term goals, existing investments. You know, what's your risk profile? I, I, I've seen a lot of guys who, you know, will do workshops and they'll bring people into their office and, they use this math that says, okay, well, how old are you? Well, I'm 60 years old. Well, take 60 minus 100, that's 40. Well, 40% of your money should be in the market and 60% of your money should be in, you know, they usually push it into annuities. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, that no, was no. easy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right, yeah, no, no. But that, 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 there's a lot of people who use that math. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Make sure that... These people that you're sitting in front of understand and know what your short-term, long-term goals are, what your overall financial objective is, and most importantly, what your risk tolerance is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you talked about, you know, some folks that just use a, a mathematical equation to figure out how much you should have in an annuity. Um, you know, if you really work with a, a fiduciary advisor, that advisor, that fiduciary is not going to push a particular product or a particular solution to you. They're going to do exactly what Steve said. They're going to listen to you, mm-hmm. figure out what your risk tolerance is, what your what your exposure should be. And what by that, I mean how much should you have in stocks and bonds? Um, what are your goals, right? It's pulling together that holistic plan, which a good advisor will do, a fiduciary advisor will do to create that for you. They're not going to lead off with, ah, put some money in an annuity and then go buy that mutual fund. That's that's not planning. No, mm-hmm. no, no. And, and there's there's places you can check for anybody you're dealing with. If they're an advisor and they're a registered investment advisor, meaning we're registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission, with both Sean and I are, um, we make it real easy on our homepage of our website in the bottom mm-hmm. right-hand corner, I believe, there's a broker uh, check by FINRA box. And by clicking that, you can look up our FINRA number. And that, That's F-I-N-R-A. Nice. Correct. Very good. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, if you, you don't have to worry about it. If you click on that link, it'll take you right to the broker check website is which what it wow. is what it is. You type in my last name, Toll, first name, Sean, and... 
And if you do that, it'll pull up my my whole history. I've been registered with the SEC since the early 90s. Um, it shows you where I've worked, what my registrations have been over time. If I have violated a client's trust or if they have complained about me, you'll find it there. I'm very pleased to say that there, you will not find that with me. That's um, great. And, or, nor Steve, right? But you, anybody you want to work with, that's a really good resource um, to look at to find out their, their background. You know, by law, any client that submits a written complaint or even a verbal complaint, mm-hmm. we report that to FINRA. And, yeah. and that gets documented there. So you'll be able to do a lot of good background search there. Yeah. And, and when you punch in, by the way, uh, that, that broker check at FINRA, that's not Steve and Sean just saying, hey, see, we're okay. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a higher authority. Yeah. Okay. And when we're talking SEC, uh, we're talking Securities and Exchange Commission. Right. Not the Southeastern Conference. Correct. Bama fans, I know you're upset, <laughs> but that's not the SEC right. we're talking about. Well, so it's an important process. When you're picking an advisor, there's a lot of check list that you want to go through Mm -hmm. and you want to understand who you're sitting in front of and i think we've had this discussion before that's where the trust comes from sure that's where the trust is start we start to establish it and it's really important to understand that the person in front of me has my best interest first of course Right? But how much of that? Yeah, because you're is... touching my money. Correct. They're, they're, of course, they're going to want to know. You're touching my money. Yeah, yeah, you're touching my money. I want to have full trust. How Correct. much of that is gut? I'm just sitting down with you, or I'm sitting down with Sean. My gut feeling. I like this guy. I don't like this guy. How much? Ha- as opposed to, gee, I need somebody to sit down and work with me. Uh, how important is somebody's gut? Peter, personalities are so different. Yep. There are some people who have that knack and just say, "I got the gut." Yep. There's yep. other people who don't have it and they use time and over time it builds mm-hmm. so every 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 individual is different with the word trust and their money mm-hmm. and it should be it should be the word trust and where that person becomes comfortable whether it takes time or has a gut feeling whatever their natural instincts tell them to do mm-hmm. they should do okay but just you know make sure you know the person you're sitting down with, do they have, are they, are they securities licensed or are they just right. an insurance guy? Okay. That's very important. There's a distinction mm-hmm. to that too. There, there's yeah. a total distinction yeah. to that. Yep. Understand what the two differences are uh, and understand, you know, what they're able to offer you depending on their licenses. I'm very, very happy with the way our firm operates. We get to, you know, look at both sides of the equation in the financial world, which is one side is, the insurance side, and the other side is securities. We're not married to either side. We're married to the thought process that we have to do our job to educate ourselves on what the best strategy is, no matter what side of the equation we're using, if it's just one mm-hmm. or the other, or mm-hmm. if it's a combination of both. Right. Look at whatever it is, it's what the client is comfortable with. Right. And and the, the equation is different for every client. It that's is. Just because every client is different. Correct. And that's how a fiduciary is going to approach things. It's not focused on product and product and product. Right. We don't do that. And and you can pick up fairly quickly the guys out there that are just trying to promote product because they're just trying to jump from one commission to the next. Right, right, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you should move to the LF40. Yeah, right. I think the other important thing for, for us too, Steve, is the fact that we're independent, right? I'm sure there's many fiduciaries out there that work. They're called captive, if you will, uh, and they work for for a large um, investment advisory firm. 
they may be fiduciaries and they may do a fine job, but they're typically tied to only those solutions or strategies that are offered by their firm. Uh, you mean with products? Their products, right? With, with yeah. Davis Wealth Management being an independent firm, um, we have access to, the world is our oyster, if you will. You know, we have access to, to basically any and every uh, product solution strategy out there. Uh, and I think that's important because now we're not tied to anything. And we're truly going to use all the tools in our, in our toolbox um, to help, help our clients create good, robust plans. Yeah. It's, it's no, not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, it it's really gives us the ability to take that holistic approach to planning with our clients because we're not married to any one company. We, you know, we don't have any kickbacks coming into our firm because right. we promote one product over another. Right. We don't do any of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are a flat fee-based company, period. You've heard it on uh, a certain commercial out there. I don't like to mention their name, but you know our whole intention is if our clients make more money, we do. Right. If our clients lose right. money, so do we. Yeah, right. So we, you know, we really pride ourselves in, in in having the full resources of coming up with strategies for clients that aren't limited. Sean hit it perfect. The world is our oyster, man. It's great. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I will tell you as a as an advisor, mm-hmm. there's sometimes just so many different investments that you really have to take a step back and say, okay, redirect your attention mm-hmm. to the client and really hone in on the client's needs. Um, and right. Make- so even though you learn everything about everything, you don't need everything Correct. for every client. Right. right. Correct. Correct. Okay. So- could you could you explain fee based? What what is that? Oh, sure. I'll tell you, let me give you the three ways okay. you can work with with with, a, with a, an advisor. All right. Uh, I'm I'm not. I'm going to put fee based second. I'm going to start with what we call fee only. Fee, right? fee, fee only. only okay? okay. This is where you meet with a uh, an advisor or a planner, and they do the same thing we do. Uh, essentially, they they sit down. They they understand what your goals and objectives are, what your risk tolerance is, mm-hmm. um, how much money you have, and and what you want to do with it. And they will put together a plan, and they would say, okay. Here's your plan, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Client, and it's going to be a book. And in that book, it's going to say that um, Y percent of your portfolio should be in a large cap U.S. stocks and X percent should be in bonds and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You write them a check and you, and you walk away and then you find some way to, to make those investments. Either you open up an account oh. at uh, a Vanguard and you, you buy some mutual funds or then you – Go find a you know an advisor, a stockbroker, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, to make those. So to fee only is it's kind of a one-off uh, situation. You pay for an analysis, you take that, and and you walk away. Gotcha. And then implementing it is on your own. Now that's fee only. Fee only. Okay. Fee based. The same process happens. We talk about it all the time here on the show. We meet with clients. We understand their objectives. We ask them lots of questions, um, and we put together a plan. And then if the client walks, wants to work with us, we will then be the advisors uh, for the client, and we'll be investing those assets. And we get paid uh, a percentage of those assets as our fee. So that's fee-based. Now, that comes from the client or comes from the company where you're investing? The it comes client. from the client. Okay. It comes from okay. the client. Yeah. Uh, and then the last uh, I'll touch on is commission-based. This is where you work with um, a, a broker, an advisor, a, an investment person, uh, and they may make a recommendation to invest in a certain part of the market. It's typically going to be in a mutual fund. And when you make that investment in a mutual fund, you will pay a – the client pays a commission. Okay. And then part of that commission comes back to the person that recommended the investment to them. 
So am I correct in assuming that there is no right or wrong structure? I mean, fee only, fee-based or commission? It's depending it's, it, on what you're it's doing. depending on what you're doing. It's yep. depending on the relationship you want with your investment person or Got with it. your advisor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, which one yeah. of the things you have to understand is, you know, on the commission-based, Sean hit on it, you know, you do certain types of uh, mutual funds, usually A shares, you, you pay a pretty hefty commission up front. But there's also other expenses and fees tied into that fund. Of course. Okay. And, and not to say you just pay this commission one time and that's it. Right. So, you know, you really want to take a hard look at, you know, what is the best solution for you? I mean, commission, there's also on the insurance side, that's usually all commission-based. Right. So if people are just selling annuities, they're just going from one commission to the next. Yeah. Um, and that tends, I, I've over the years, have met people and had conversations with people who, you listen to them talk and you go, are you really making the right recommendations for the client or you just need to make another paycheck? See, to me, it's I'm in this for the long haul. We are. Somebody, yeah, but you're, you're the client. Yeah, of course you are. Who's going to be with me in the long haul. Yeah, I know. Well, and, and we are too. And look, we sell you know, insurance products which pay us commissions. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not to say that that's, that's a bad thing. It's just, you know... Making sure that the people that you're sitting in front of are fiduciaries and have your trust in that particular person that you're sitting in front of or people and making sure that you're making the right financial, you know, decisions and and don't be afraid about it. And, you know, a good fiduciary, I mean, anybody sits in front of us, we explain to them in detail how we get paid and Mm -hmm. what it's all about. I mean, there, there shouldn't be any you know, any hiding anything because we need to make a living. We need to turn the lights on. And in our business, we've watched our business actually compress over the years. Mm -hmm. And there's been a fee compression going on in the financial world for a long time. And it's just the nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're, we're good with that. And understanding, you know, that person in front of you Mm -hmm. and their background and, and their education is an extremely important thing when choosing the right advisor. The other thing I like about you guys, having worked with you for a long time, is if the market dropped 20% today, you guys don't go into the screaming memes. You, you don't get emotional about this, which I like. Well, that's You our, need that detachment. Yeah. Well, when it comes to money, you need the detachment of getting your client away from the emotional decision mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. and just talking about the overall plan that you had put together, knowing that we knew that these yep. types of times... Markets drop 20%. That yeah. happens. Yep. Right. That happens. That's why we have a plan. You don't deviate from the plan. Correct. And look at, we're, we're like having an extra set of eyes, you know, looking at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not just one person or you and your wife. Now it's three people looking at it. And, and that really helps. And so understanding the person that's sitting across the table from you, if he's a fiduciary, great. That's what you want. We're out there for you, you know, to talk to. See, I need you. I mean, it's there like, you me, go. Well, it's like me looking at a Picasso. I don't know what I'm looking at. You know, I need somebody to say, hey, this is what you're, okay, thank you. <laughs> you imagine the Picasso looking at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> Davis Wealth Management, <laughs> Davis Wealth, MGMT.com. Steve Davis, Sean Toll, gentlemen, as always, thank you. Thanks for the education. Thank you for protecting my retirement and giving me inspiration. And we'll do it again next week. Great. Sounds good, Peter. Thank, thank you, you, Peter. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis and Sean Toll. 
of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.